Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. This is Alex. And today we're doing uh, we're doing German Shuffle again. This is number 19. <laughs> and I guess this is just a German Shuffle podcast now. <laughs> well, well, guys, the thing is, our German Shuffle list is so long. Like, usually, if there's a few left over, we're like, okay, we'll do it later. But it's so it's so big. We're like, we got to get through this. And, and, and clearly, y'all are listening to it, so. Yeah, and, the, and this is just, there's just a lot of good stuff on there. Let's just keep going. There's also a mean? lot of bad stuff on yeah. there, but it's still interesting. Right, but if you <laughs> if you mix it in the middle, of the good stuff nobody notices. No one notices. No, no one sees the, the um, garbage. But anyways, for for those of you that are just joining the show for the first time, the German Shuffle is a episode where instead of focusing on one topic, we focus on a wide variety of topics. You know, one minute here, two minutes there, five minutes there. You know, just Ooh. like it's a it's it's fun because it, it is like hitting the shuffle. You know, on your um, whatever personal device you use to listen to music, and uh, you get all kinds of weird stuff. They're like, like "Ooh, I wasn't expecting that!" Like, "Ooh, yeah, you know, exactly." Coming out of nowhere, especially when you're downloading like a bunch of weird songs on LimeWire. Didn't know what would pop up. Exactly. On your old iPod. It's just like that. Just like that. Let's go. Okay. Today's episode is brought to you by Time Ride Berlin, which is the only way to actually time travel in Germany and especially Berlin. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Last week, we talked to you guys about their brand new Berlin 1985 tour. Mm -hmm. But today we want to tell you about the Time Ride Go tour, which is the ultimate walking tour around Berlin. Absolutely. Normally, you take a walking tour in Berlin. They take you to the historical sites. They maybe show you some pictures about how it looked 100 years ago, etc. Or they just talk about it. But with Time Ride Go, they actually send you back in time to see what the site looked like in the past through uh, VR goggles. It's freaking awesome. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a 90-minute tour, and you're taking through the history of the 20th century Berlin, and you have the mobile VR goggles, so you can see a now versus then comparison. And what's really cool, you can look around everywhere in all directions, up, down, left, right, backwards, whatever. So you really kind of feel like you are transported a little bit, especially when you take those goggles off and you're exactly in the same spot. Yeah, I mean, they, they take you, for example, to the Brandenburg Gate, which is a big um, main attraction in Berlin, and they put you back how the area looked right after the Battle of Berlin in 1945. You're in the ruins of Brandenburg Gate, and then, yeah, you take your goggles off, and you're in modern day with all the modern buildings. I mean... Exactly. One of my favorites, actually, was the uh, 1920s Potsdamer Platz, because, you know, Potsdamer Platz I've been to a million times. I'm seeing it back in the 20s. looks so different, but, of course, Completely the same streetlight the street is there, Yeah, because that's the oldest streetlight in Europe. Right. Um, the one there is actually a replica of the oldest streetlight. Ah. But yeah, they take you to these amazing sites. You, you, re- you, they put you at the Berlin Wall as people are celebrating the fall of the Berlin Wall. You are one of the participants, you know, standing on top of a van, watching the whole thing. It's truly incredible. Yeah, uh, honestly, that's the only way to do a walking tour in Berlin. I, I'm being totally honest. No, I, I think it's great. And, and we do truly recommend it to all of you living in Berlin and those of you visiting this summer. They offer tours in German, Spanish, Italian, French. And of course, English. To learn more, go to timeride.de or just stop by Zimmerstrasse 91, barely a two-minute walk from Checkpoint Charlie in the heart of Berlin. Thank you for joining us. It's episode 143 of the AGDW podcast. You sound very NPR right now. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I like doing the, I like doing the hello and welcome. I, like, I don't know. Like the, it, I mean, it just feels very calming. I don't can know I try? Why. Can I try? Yeah. Hello and welcome to the AGDW podcast here. Playing your hottest jams of the 90s. Of German trivia. Anyways, welcome, guys. Um, yeah, episode 143. Thanks for joining us. Um, we were off last week. Again, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll bend over so you can uh, whip us uh, because we were bad boys. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Sorry. Somehow that got really sexual really quick. That got weird. Didn't, didn't, didn't mean it for it to go that way. But yeah, I, yeah. sorry. But, you know, like we've just been, both been incredibly busy um, lately. You know, and I'm, I'm still like last minute planning my wedding and stuff and there's just and you got your stuff going on like there's just a lot going on you, you know? know what this is a hobby podcast so uh we can do what we want <laughs> anyways we're here and we got we got some good stuff for you this is, this is gonna be a fun uh, a fun uh, german shuffle I hope but, so but first before we put on our dancing shoes and shuffle it up <laughs> let's put on our reading glasses because we got some news <laughs> wow that's great and for the first one we have big big news guys big large extravagant uh please we have a brand new youtube channel come check it out links in the description and uh we're doing a lot of similar things to do here but in youtube form gonna be a bit different you can see our faces 
Jeff's a good looking guy. Yeah. I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, and guys, this is not just a recording of the podcast. These are completely new, new content, but we're covering the all the cool same Germany, Europe related stuff, uh, but just YouTube format. So the same old guys, the same old whiskey, but just different format. So check us out on YouTube. Just go to YouTube, search AGDW channel, or go to the link in the description. Let's do it. The Deutschland ticket, which allows you to travel all around Germany using regional bonds, is out now and it costs 50 euro a month and it crashed the website upon arrival. Because so many people wanted it. So I guess um good for good on them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um yeah, I mean this thing has been delayed and delayed and delayed for a long time. It's supposed to come out ages ago. Um it's finally out. And one of the key uh, features of it is you know normally wherever you live, you live in Berlin, you you get you buy a Berlin public transit ticket, you know, if you live in Köln, you buy a Köln, whatever. This wherever whatever German city you go to It'll, this one ticket allows you to ride the public transit in every German city. It's really cool. Everywhere. It's a great idea. Um, of course, if you don't travel much, like most people, then it, you don't really take advantage of it really that much. But no. Yeah. But yeah, still very cool. And but at 50 euro, this thing that allows you to travel throughout Germany is cheaper than what the classic Berlin monthly, monthly ticket was, right? So, yeah. So if, if you have the Berlin monthly ticket right now and you want to switch, you can do it easily on the BFLG website. I did it. It took me like four minutes. Yeah, it's very simple. It's and, weird, and I noticed you say Bifalge. I thought it was Bayfalge. I don't know. I just mix the German and English together. Okay. Uh, B said, yeah, Bifalge. Okay. I said Bifalge. Yeah. No, yeah. no, I, I was, I was, I'm like, am, BF, I, am BF, I wrong or is he wrong? The or? BFG? Mm. Nope. That's not it. Hold on. <laughs> the Bayfalge. BVG. Bayfalge. Uh, anyways, the Deutschland ticket is out. Uh, buy them wherever German railway tickets are available. Yeah, of course, if you don't live here, you can't really take it. But, but wouldn't that be cool? Um, just if everywhere, there's just this one universal ticket that, you know, like wherever you All lived. around the world. You know, you live in France, there's just one universal ticket. Same in the States. It just be, it just, it, it, it takes away complexity and just adds such a simplicity to your life. You know what I mean? Yeah, like every Schengen country should have like, to have the same thing, right? You, you have like a Schengen zone ticket. So you just take a train to France or take a freight train to... Oh, you mean a European-wide one? Yeah. Oh, but I think instead of 50 euro, it'll be 5,000 euro. <laughs> should be like 55 euro, come on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh, this is uh, interesting for all you guys who like true crime. So 100, depending on who you talk to, is it between 100 or 1,000 police officers uh, raided suspected members of the mafia across Germany this was, past week? It was 100 in Germany, over 1,000 in Europe-wide. It was a huge raid. Okay. But we're talking um, about, you know, this is a... We're talking about Germany. This is a ger German podcast. This is a huge raid. Huge raid. Including the part about across Germany with several German states that were raided. And um, the suspects uh, were, are, are, not were, are accused of money, the classics, you know, the classics of mafia stuff. All, all, money, all, 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 the, all the, the, the greatest hits. Yeah. Money laundering, organized tax evasion, fraud, narcotics. I'm, sh I'm sure a little bit of extortion in there, you know, sprinkled in. So, oh, yeah. you know, the, the good stuff that, you know, just keeps a classic mafia family going. And yeah, uh, unfortunately, going with the stereotype, it is an Italian family, Italian-based mafia no, in but Italy. In, no, but in Europe, that where else would it be from? Of course, the mafia is from Italy. Yeah, I guess it's right? true. Are you surprised? <laughs> Fair. <laughs> but uh, yeah, pretty interesting stuff that it's, it was a coordinated effort, I think, between like Germany and Belgium and France and Italy, of course, and I think one more to our countries uh, to try to get the mafia, you know, get, get out of it, here. I mean... Every few years they have the same raid. Does the mafia ever go away? No. That's the thing, but right? Is, is is it worth is it worth the time? It's an organization with hundreds, thousands of members. You know, you put a few in jail, they get replaced. It's just it's a it's an endless cycle. So you know, get rid of Tony. You got you yeah. got you got to jack them on the way. Now I'm not. But then you're but then you're saying okay, is it you know a a, um, a useless endeavor? No. I mean, you have to stop them. But but, but is it is it not not useless? Not useless. Hmm. Mm. Uh, next, something, something, <laughs> something that affects uh, something that's very near and dear to our heart is uh, our uh, liquid beer. It is, as opposed to the solid beer, yeah. Uh, this is my favorite, one of my favorite news things that I read recently. I love it, man. Yeah, so pretty much. <laughs> are you going to read it or just enjoy it from afar? <laughs> I, was, I was just thinking about it and, and enjoying it. So over 2,300 cans, I don't know who counted, but over 2,300 cans of Miller High Life beer I don't know if you're a Miller High Life person, Jeff, but back in the day, I would I would put down a few uh, High Lifes. I never liked it. You know, my college it. my college years, well, I didn't go to college, but the years I would have gone to college, <laughs> uh, I was mostly more of a, you know, the 
Bud Light, Coors Light. Okay. Um, yeah, not really a huge Miller. It was more of a, uh, life a roll, Rolling Rock. Mm. Yeah, Rolling that wasn't, that wasn't so big in California. I mean, you could get it, but it was good. Cause you get a can, you get a case of eighteen and bottles for thirteen bucks. So it was really a good deal. Mm. Anyways, so two thousand three hundred cans of Miller High Life beer were destroyed by Belgian customs officials after drug smuggling. No, <laughs> absolutely not. After false labels, nope, not that either. Well, actually, kind well, of. Well, here's <laughs> actually, new, kind here's of. A, here's a new game. Will Alex ever tell you the actual news? So, <laughs> it was destroyed by Belgium custom officials after a protest from a French champ from a French champagne company committee. That, sorry. Oh, sorry, committee that said the beer company's slogan, which is the champagne of beers was not allowed as Miller High Life is not a champagne. And in Europe, to claim yourself as champagne, the product must be produced in a champagne region of France. Of course, we all know that. But I, I guess they take it super seriously. I don't think anyone's looking at Miller High Life and thinking this was made in champagne. You know, France. I'm, I'm cool with it because I'm totally cool with it. ever since I was a kid, I have hated that slogan, a champagne it. of beers. I think it's so stupid. And what, is, <laughs> what does it even mean? Do you want to be the champagne of beers? Does, I, 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 think, I think it's supposed to be like, it's the high life. It's classy. You know, you wear a suit when you drink this. It is such cheap beer. Nobody classy has ever sat down. Nobody's worn a suit and drank a Miller High Life. It just never happened. Yes, correct. <laughs> I, I've seen more people wearing suits drinking Bud Light than I have seen drinking Miller High Life. That's fair. But I think the I think the the whole the whole news story there is just awesome. We just Europe just being super semantic with, with things that they take serious and no one else really does. Yeah, I mean, it's I, like I, German Reinheitsgebot. So it's just like relax a little bit. I, I guess it it is technically against. EU regulations because um, the, they take into account the origin uh, country region of where the product comes from. And uh, Miller High Life, if I had to guess it, it's not manufactured in the Champagne region of France. It would be great if it was, though. <laughs> if, if Miller was like, hold on a second, we actually have a brewery <laughs> right in Champagne. Oh, we didn't tell you guys. We didn't tell who, you. Who actually, bold move, Miller, do that. Uh, Miller, if, uh, if you uh, want. Open up a small, a small side uh, dis, uh, brewery. brewery in the Champagne region, you just make a few select bottles just so you can import them back into uh, Belgium. Well, actually, I mean, I this would, is the Champagne of beer. I would be a huge uh, High Life fan if they did that. I would, I would buy it by yeah. the case. I, I, I'm curious to see how Miller High Life claps back on this. I hope they do. I hope they do. Somehow. I mean, I feel like a lot of these these cheap beer companies have funny funny ways to tell you and things. Right. You know, we'll see. Yeah, we'll I'll, see. We'll, we'll let you know how the story develops <laughs> in this breaking news here. <laughs> Now, next, I want to I want to address this because uh, I think we're we're pretty transparent people when it comes to podcasts. We're pretty honest, right? And you know, we we bring up every time somebody gives us a good review. We do. So I think it would be uh, unfair if we didn't mention once in a while when we got a bad review, right? Like, I mean, we got an interesting review. It was a four star review. It wasn't a five. Yeah, I, I'm not going to mention the the person's name because that's not important, right? But basically, uh, they are truly upset by the way that we speak uh, and mostly by the amount of times that we say the word like. I want to bring it up because if you're out there and you're the, you're the person. No, he, everyone's he, looking for yeah, it. He or she who, yeah, <laughs> he or she who wrote it. Man, I'm with you. I, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it as much as you. I, I'm, I, we're both completely aware we do it. And I think since episode one, we've hated the fact that we do it. And we, even though it doesn't sound like we try, uh, <laughs> we, we do to, 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 not, to not use it. But, you know, it's, it's so hard, especially when we're, for me, I don't. I feel like I don't use like very often. Normally, when I speak, maybe I do. I don't know, but I feel like when I have the headphones on and the microphone on, and there's any kind of blank space, especially when you're doing a, a fill, podcast earlier, yeah, especially in the first you know twenty thirty episodes, when you're not as comfortable, it's it's, a, it's like a filler where your brain just fills in spots where you're. But unfortunately, it's not just the first twenty episodes. We took a listen to the last episode, and it was um, chock full. Of, oh yeah, I know of likes. So, so anyways. He or she, I'm I'm with you. I hate it. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> and and I, I will for the next few episodes make a conscious effort. And actually, this entire time, these past ten minutes, I have really been working hard to keep like out of my vocabulary. I totally forgot again until oh yeah, until, oh, yeah. until just now. You were liking it up like a like machine. Was I? Oh yeah. Oh like damn. Yeah. So anyways, we we like to be uh, transparent, but and but let's, trying to be. Let's. Let's get to the nitty gritty. At minimum, we try to be translucent. Yeah. How you been doing? I haven't seen you in weeks. I know it's been it's been a long <laughs> while, um, a long four hours since the last time I saw you. No, I know, right? I, I feel that way though. 
No, all good. Uh, <laughs> oh, I had no. a pretty, pretty eventful weekend. I did a lot of things this weekend, uh, mostly revolving around going out in the day. And, and I think you're forgetting the key and, part. And drinking yeah, beers. Consuming large amounts of alcohol during the day. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what it was. It was just one of those weekends. So Friday went to um, Bobby's work party. She's a new job. So I went to hang out with her colleagues. Met them. Really cool. Uh, found out I like Negroni a lot. Good Negroni. Yeah, I hate it. I really like it. I hate a lot of Italian drinks because I find them to be very bitter. Um, That's why I like it. Ah, don't like the bitterness. Too okay. bitter for me, yeah. For me, it's kind of like it's like a hard Aperol spritz. Ah, and I don't like Aperol spritz. There you go. Yeah. There it is. So a uh, big fan of that. And then, yeah, Saturday. Yeah, that was Friday. Saturday. Did something else. What is, oh, yeah, Saturday went for brunch, for an amazing brunch. Mm. And then um, just went out and walked around and had a really nice day then. While also... And then went to a concert. Yep, exactly. Went to outdoor. Went to an outdoor uh, concert at Sage Beach Club, which is a pretty cool, pretty cool spot. Hate it. If you never, don't mind waiting ne- an hour for beer. If you live in Berlin, never go to Sage Beach Club. You will cool. wait hours to get one small beer. Not worth it. Yeah, it, the, the thing is, like, the venue is really cool, but the organization and logistics of just getting a drink is impossible. Which is, um, is is the whole point the whole of spending point of time in a bar. Slash club, yeah, it's stupid. Is, is to order drinks. And then, yeah, Sunday, birthday party for a friend, went to Mauerpark. That was really fun. And then Monday, of course, is May 1st. And that was also pretty fun. Nice. I did a lot of the similar things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're with me in a lot of these things. Yeah, well, well, yeah well, Friday I was with you um, no, huh? Yeah, at the, at the bar after after work until you left. Oh, real quick. To, yeah. to go, well, not an hour, really quick. but Okay. Yeah. Um, what well, hour with you is like a very small time. Since <laughs> much time with you, sure. really, an hour is a very, very short amount of time, Jeff. But yeah, Saturday I also went for a brunch separately from you. Um, True, a, f- a friend of mine hadn't seen in a while invited us to brunch. Um, delicious, but it ended up being yeah a, bru- a boozy brunch. And as it always and, goes, and while the brunch was delicious, um, it wasn't extremely filling, you know. Mm. So um, you know, after a few drinks, you know. Um, then yeah, it's you're just like oh you're, I, have and, to, I have to take a break now. And there's nothing better than a boozy brunch. And the place I went to, you they have they give you unlimited uh, zect, so like sparkling wine at That's your safe. table. So you finish one bottle, just put yeah. another one right there. Yeah. So of course it's a flat rate. So you want to get all your money's worth. So you know things happen. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Saturday hung out with a friend, went to the movies, and then uh, Sunday met up with you for the friend's uh, birthday at the park. Um, also boozy, and then yeah, Monday. Um, uh, May first, which which is um the I guess you, Labor Day, Labor Day, but not it's like a protest, but, but, but day. not a U.S. Labor Day. You know, especially in Berlin, yeah, it's the kind of like the day against the man and against uh, and fighting for workers' rights and labor yeah, laws. And stuff. But a lot but, of a lot of protests, a lot yeah. of left wing protests, a lot of uh, rocks being thrown at banks. I would say though, maybe five percent of Berlin are actually doing those things. The rest of the people are just getting drunk because it's an excuse to get drunk. Yeah, exactly. Out, like the, out, in, out in public. Yeah. The city is absolutely bumping. Uh, between the protests, you just have people, yeah, getting smashed everywhere. It's really fun. It's a good time. Yeah, we went to, we went to the uh, park and the weather was beautiful, really warm. Oh, the weather was even better than I thought it was going to be, I mean, too. It, was, it was the nicest day so far because um, all spring so far, it's been rainy and cold it's and nasty. Crap. So, yeah, that was really nice to be out in, with a, just in a T-shirt with the sun on your face. And uh, But, good Lord, it took me an hour and a half to get home from this. From the, 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 the police had the wise decision of closing every every popular uh, subway station so nobody could go anywhere. Because there's this giant protest going down the street. Yeah, the on main the streets. Street, but subways go under the streets. But they, they, do, they do that. The thing is, they do that every year, and I always forget about it every year. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go home now. Then I realize oh, I got to walk home. Yeah. Every but, year it happens. Yeah, but so so Kati was closed, the Kotbuser tour. So we said, okay, we'll go to the next station. So we went to every side street, which took us 45 minutes. And then by the time we got to end, the end of every side street, a police barricade. And... And, and it got really frustrating. It's like, I just want to go home. I'm tired. Like They wouldn't even allow you to walk around this to get to the next station. And finally, we had to go to a different line we weren't planning on. And uh, yeah, it was, um, yeah, we were both uh, cranky to say at least by the time we got home. Because because on the way, as we were leaving, we're like, we had these plans like, yeah, we're going to get home, need this and relax. And then hour and a half of just trying to get through mobs of people. It's yeah, true. Crabby. And the thing is, there's only five stations. We're only five stations from my, from my apartment. Yeah, it's not hard to get home from. Yeah. But... Uh, I, I kept walking and walking and walking and I, I walked two stations, both closed, another one closed. And then I finally got, and I was like, what am I going to do here? I can't walk. It's a long walk home. 
And I finally got to the third station and it was open and I got right in. That was all good, all hunky-dory. Mm. But I remember every single year I get in at that station because that's the only one that's open uh, because I forget every single year that protest always uh, happens on so, that same so street. You could have warned us. Oh, I could, absolutely could have. <laughs> but I didn't go out last year, remember? So I forgot. Oh, true. It wasn't fresh in my, in my memory. Fair. But you know what is also equally unfresh is this week's whiskey because the bottle has been opened because this is another flashback series. Oh, it is. Yes, and today we are drinking Hammerhead 23, no, Hammerhead, it's called Hammerhead, uh, Czech Vintage Single Malt Whiskey aged 23 years. We had this originally in episode 60, and it was distilled in 1989 in Czech Republic. The year the wall came down. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a, I think the story of this was uh, the distillery found a bunch of this whiskey in a basement. Yeah, and they're like, uh, let's just distill it. Yeah, let's just use it. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, yeah. Um, it, basically, a lot of this whiskey was was um put into barrels and it was forgotten. Um, because you know when the when the wall came down, um, and you know East Germany, West Germany, all, all this was happening. Um, there's a lot of confusion. A lot of people were German stuff were pouring out of Czech Republic, etc. There's just a lot of confusion, right? And these barrels were forgotten, and then eventually, um, down the road, somebody went into this uh, basement and found these barrels of of whiskey, so nor- normally this whiskey would not have been aged this long, but uh, but yeah, and then twenty three years. So when did they? So when did they finally bottle it? Uh, Eighty nine, two thousand two. No, that's thirteen years. Oh, two thousand twelve. There you go. There it is. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm a teacher, everyone. All right, ready. <laughs> Ooh, that's actually solid for. Uh, so yeah, pop, and I think it's a solid pop too because it's so deep because the bottle is uh, fairly empty, but that's okay. But still, compared to the last flashback we had last week, this this is a pretty good pop for a uh, previously opened. That's true. It's a good pop. It's a good pop. Okay. Okay. It smells good. I remember us liking it. Yeah, I, this was not one that we hated, but right. let's find out how much. Cheers. Cheers. We like it. Ooh, I still like it. Ooh, spicy, you know, sweet, herby, liquidy. <laughs> A lot going on. Okay, yeah, let's move on to the shuffle. But first, do that thing you do. I'll, I'll do the thing. Uh, if you're enjoying the podcast, please give it a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We always appreciate it. I think other people listening appreciate it because it bumps up so people like you can find this podcast. Check out our website. It's agdwpodcast.com. Some people say it's pretty okay. So <laughs> that would, there's that. That'd be pretty correct. <laughs> and uh, we also have an Instagram, which is at Americans.in.Germany.podcast. And we do, uh, we're, 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 I think we're trying to get a little more active on there. Yeah, we're putting some fun stuff of weird things we see around Berlin and in Germany. Um, so check it out. We're, we're not that bad. I feel like there's like an Instagram game of like things you have to do. I don't know. I don't understand it, but we're, we're kind of just putting things out we're, there. We're not we playing think. the game. We're just putting stuff that we find interesting. Yeah, we're just yeah. putting some stuff out there uh, that we think is cool, that you might think is cool too. If you don't think it's cool, then just, you know, don't look at it. It's fine. <laughs> Fair. Not offended. Let's jump right in to the German shuffle number 19. We got so many hot topics. Let's, let's just, where do we even start? First, speaking of oh, cool you things. You do know where to start. Speaking of cool things we put on the Instagram, this, is all, this, this was on there. It was, and this is a beer delivery for boats and kayaks on the river. How do you deliver beer on the river? Deliver on the river. Now, this is the first time I saw it, so I'm not going to say this is everywhere in Berlin, but um, confirmed it happened at least once. So um, it's something you saw, as I was saying on Saturday, I went to uh, went to boozy brunch and we noticed because our, our brunch was on the uh, Maybach Ufa, which is a canal. And we noticed a cross going along the canal there. And, you know, they're selling goods. They got food, snacks, whatever. And but we were look, you know, because we already started the boozy brunch shtick. So we're right. going to keep going. So the like, escapades okay. already began. And my wife said, oh, yeah, I, I swear somewhere there's a there's like a wine stall. So as we're walking down, we find the wine stall, which actually had some quite beautiful uh, German wines, to be honest. A nice selection. Um, I, I believe the the hut represented just that kind of that winery. If I'm not, I, I think, think I might know what hut you're talking about. Ooh, yeah. yeah. 85. No, there's no numbers. Uh, anyways, we had, we're having our wines. And as we're having our wine, we hear a little bell cling, 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 ring. 
And the guy running the stall walks over to the kind of um, metal railing that goes along the canal and looks down. And so I kind of lean over and there's um, some kayakers there. And I didn't notice, but there's a bell and a string that the, the hut guy had set up. And he's like, yeah, what would you like? Oh, yeah, two beers, please. And um, he has this long stick with a ba- little basket at the end. But puts it down. <laughs> the people put in their five euro, whatever, pulls it up, puts two beers in the basket, and then puts the pole down. And they put they pull the beers out of the pole and go on their merry way kayaking. And I, I and and one group later got a glass of wine, and he had a nice fancy plastic glass um, glass of wine. He poured the wine in, put it down, and then you just saw this guy, you know, kind of with this, you know. Wine and cheese kayaking down the river, and I thought that's unbelievable. I thought, I thought that's that's just cool. That's 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 fun, man. That's cool. I've I've never heard or seen anything like that, and you know I feel like that's just a very it's a very I feel like a very Berlin thing to happen. Absolutely, yeah. And and check it out. It's it's on the one of the newer posts on our Instagram, and I think in the description I say I say this is a very Berlin thing because it's just. It, it surprises you, but doesn't. You know what I mean? This is fit just fits with Berlin. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it, it really uh, it really does. And Alex, what do we got next? So next is about uh, the people who collect bottles here in Germany. So um, we talked about the FAN system. It's called the P-F-A-N-D, the FAN system, which is a system where, you know, a lot of people will leave a bottle on the street or next to a trash can usually for someone to come around and pick it up. And they can deposit that bottle from anywhere from $0.08 cents if it's a glass beer bottle, for example, to $0.25 cents if it's a plastic uh, water bottle or a aluminum can like a, a can of beer is 25 cents bottle right. yeah and um and I, and we've mentioned it but just as a reminder so in germany it's very easy at every one of your local supermarkets there are these fond machines where you just throw the bottle in and it gets sucked in and 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 say so you put 10 like bo- scans it say 10, 10 bottles in or two, 10 uh, beer cans and now you've got two dollars fifty you press a button it prints a receipt with a little barcode on it and then as you're checking out that's now cash for you you know what right I mean? you can either retrieve it as cash or or you can use it towards your groceries depending with what you want uh it's a great system it works really well and i think it kind of gets rid of a lot of litter and people smashing bottles because they actually have a worth to it which is pretty cool and but, it's, and I, a, a bottle's worth literally more than a penny you know it's kind of interesting yeah and I, I think for um maybe for tourists it's it's a weird sight because you'll see Maybe we're with a group of friends, right? We finish our beers and then we just st- put them down on the sidewalk. And to a tourist, I'm sure they're, what are these guys, what are these lazy assholes doing? You know, right. Just littering. But you, you put it on the sidewalk because you know within five, 10 minutes, those bottles will literally be gone. Yeah. Like, for example, sometimes if I'm too bored or not too bored, too lazy to uh, return mine, I'll just put them on the side, on the sidewalk next to my door in my apartment and it'll, they'll be gone in five, 10 minutes. But I wanted to spell the myth that I think you, you want to spell it. How do you spell it? I want to dispel. Yeah, the you myth. said dispel the myth. I we didn't. And earlier you said cash instead of cash. We want to tape, Jeff. <laughs> we want checks <laughs> to dispel the myth. It's not really a myth. Just the, the general consent. What people think is that uh, the only people, the only people collecting these are um, usually homeless people, people down on their luck. But it's not only. It's not. I mean, that is. I mean, people do do that. But of I, course, I, I can understand the myth though, because yeah, in, of course, in the, in the U.S., ninety-nine percent of the people who are collecting bottles on the streets are homeless people, right? Right. Because you get so little money for it and just to make, you know, uh, sense. But, but here you also see normal like pensioners as well collect them, which I also... I wouldn't say also, I'd say 90% of the people that collect them are not homeless in Berlin. Oh, I don't know. That uh, could be. Yeah, for, for, or I don't know, after living here for nine years, what do you say? For me, in 12 years living here, 90% of the people I see collecting, and, and that's what we're trying to, I think that's trying to get the point you're trying to get across is the majority of people I see collecting bottles are normal retired folk in their 60s, 70s, dressed normally in their normal clothes. Sometimes you see couples, an old man and a wife, wife, husband and wife, and, you know, they got their professional gear. It's true. It kind of makes me depressed knowing that uh, older folks cannot afford to live without collecting bottles, and I hope they're doing it as, like, a hobby (laughs) or to get some extra cash. Not like their their pensions are, like, failing them, but, uh, yeah, it's not a... It doesn't paint... It still doesn't paint a great picture, (laughs) but... Uh, that's kind of what it is. And you, you will see, like, I know there's one park near work where there's like, this regular guy who, who I always see around collecting the bottles, really nice guy, always there, really respectful. And, um, yeah, like I guess some people have like, their own territories, but the weird thing, <laughs> like, come on, you cannot claim a territory. I, I don't know. I don't know how it works. Is there a bottle mafia? I mean, uh, I mean, it wouldn't surprise, I mean, maybe not anymore because it's got busted. So yeah, but a good example is, um, so as we mentioned, we went to the park for May 1st and right. You know, at this at at Gerlitzer Park, what 
five, 6,000 people. So, I mean, c- uh, c- countless amount of bottles and cans, and right? So there was hundreds of uh, fond collectors, bottle collectors, and everyone that came to us, none of them were homeless people. They were dressed in normal clothes. Like, they were just, this is their thing. I mean, you know to be mean? fair, I don't, you can't necessarily recognize someone who's homeless. No, 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 no. But, but I mean, nobody, not your... Again, washed clothes, like you know, not not what is a classic the you know stereotype. I mean? Yeah, like it's people that probably have apartments and and homes. You know what I mean? Um, and that's what I'm trying to get across is that that's what that's the big difference between here and the U.S. Sure. And but the the weird thing was at the park this time was usually at events like this or just a normal day in the park, there are always people walking around. You kind of put a bottle next to you and it'll be gone within five to fifteen minutes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But the weird thing on May first, which is something you and I have never seen before, and it's was super bizarre. So it has to be new, it has to be a newish thing because uh, really we've never experienced this. I don't know what the bottle mafia was saying, but usually any bottles are taking. But this time, you know, you had a few cans with you. So next to us, we had maybe three bottles and three cans. And one guy came around. He took the cans and not the bottles. I'm like, that's weird, because b- bottles again are. They're treated like gold. I mean, any any other time we're at a park, they're taken. They're people point your bottles like, oh, is that empty? Yeah, like yeah. They're, they're gone. Yeah, please take it. It's a, you know, it's it's a symbiotic relationship there. But this time, another guy came around, took your can out the bottles, and I asked him, I said, "Don't you want the bottles?" And he was like, "No." And I just didn't understand why. And then we got up and we looked around, and the park was filled filled with bottles, and that never happens. I mean, it. it it was a bottle collector's dream. I mean, we we've never. I mean, Those, like there was thousands least, yeah. of bottles and being untouched, and everyone's just going around collecting the cans. And you and me were like, "What is going on?" There's a lot of money just laying down. I mean, on that part, as we mentioned, a can of beer is twenty five cents instead of eight cents for a bottle. Which so math, I get it, but it that's always been the case. You know what I mean? And and bottles were always uh, um, hunted equally, but but suddenly there's like hundreds of euros left on the table there yeah and nobody's great i don't know for, for you guys who don't live here it doesn't sound that weird but for us it, it was just such a bizarre thing to see i wonder if because it was so busy and the bottles are heavy they're doing cans first coming back for the bottles later when it's less crowded i don't know it just it just it's not good it's not bad it's just there's an interesting thing that we saw uh on may 1st that we never seen before yeah definitely um but yeah a huge weight savings i mean once as a just of curiosity i um I, you know, with my like kitchen scale, I, I weighed a bottle of beer and then a can of beer. And I was just like, okay, say I brought six beers with me in my backpack with, with the six bottles. I think it was five kilos. And, and with the six cans, it was like a little over three kilos. So saving you two kilos. So nearly five pounds. So I, I was from then on, anytime I go to park, I'm, I'm bringing cans because, because just it's physically saving you, saving your back. I mean, I mean s- since we learned about the recycling, the recyclability of cans, You've been on. You've been on a big can kick. You've been a can guy. To be fair, but I, I I switched to cans long before that. That's you know? true. Yeah, just because they're, they're so much lighter and and because the shape is more uniform, it's easier to to put in places. Whereas a bottle is much longer and weirdly shaped. And you know, I also just like the <laughs> yeah, that sound is so just nice, satisfying. It is satisfying. But uh, what, what there's there's another one here about the park. I don't understand. Uh, yeah, Casper. So it's Casper the friendly ghost visited me at the park. No, um, th- this is this Weird. is this was a fun moment, um, and it gives me hope for the future of German people. Uh, this was about two weeks ago, I think. I was at the park. Um, ooh, Weinbergs Park. Is that it? I want to say. Yeah, that's a park. Um, with my wife and uh, you know, Mish, Mish, Misha, Mish, Misha, and Didem were there, and uh, eventually uh, your partner stopped by. True, Bob's. But I was gone. Yeah, you were gone. Yeah, you were being boring. Bob's was there. It's not a concert, man. I was being cool. <laughs> no, no, just discreet. I was being the cool guy. Yeah. Bob's was there. Anyways, uh, we're we're hanging out. It's later in the day, maybe. Um, I don't know, midnight or something like that. So we've even been there a while, had a few beers. And this young kid, this 18-year-old German kid comes over. You know, hast du Feuer? You know, do, do, you have a, do you have a light? You know, he wanted a light for a cigarette. Um, and, you know, somebody gave him a, a light. And he's like, oh, he's like, oh, hey, I think I overheard some English here. You guys speak English too? Like, yeah, yeah. And they mentioned, you know, yeah, I, you know, I'm from the States. And, you know, and oh, my wife speaks English because, you know, she's blah, blah, blah. And Bobby speaks... And suddenly he just sits down and he stayed for a good two hours. And it's funny because we're all <laughs> like wanted or unwanted. Yeah, we're literally twice his age. I mean, twice, you know, and this is 18 year old kid, but he was just so interested. He's, he's like, oh, I just, and we, we often were like, what? You, you know, your group of friends is over, 
aren't they like missing or don't you don't you want to go hang out with them you know kind of, not not trying to get rid of him but just kind of like confused what's going on here you know he's and he's, I, and he's I, just like i just he's like i just love meeting people and you guys just sound really interesting with your stories and he's like i just i find this so fascinating meeting new people from different cultures and stuff and um and yeah and he stood there for like two hours just talking to us hanging out swapping stories and it made me feel good because you know the classic german kind of like wants to stay to the to their to their own groups and not doesn't really right. put themselves out there and meet new people. So I'm so I'm like, okay, if this is the new generation, maybe Germany Germany at 30 years will lose that kind of um standoffish uh you know um just extrapolate this one kid to every young German. No, 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 no but that's what I'm hoping though. Like it, because 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 he because I've noticed lately all these young Germans I'm meeting he's, he's like, oh yeah I lived a year in DC and then he, he brought from his friends over. Oh yeah I lived in near Kansas. I lived here and and I and that's all that you need is if you take a German and put them living abroad for a year, their mindset is so different than a German who never left Germany, if you know what I mean. I'm not, I, I think that, yeah, well, I yeah. think you can say that for everyone living in a country, going abroad, yeah, yeah, going back. Yeah, Germans, because Germans are, are, <laughs> are you know, less, um, I'm losing words today, but like, cagey. Yeah, they're a little cagey, they'll stand offish, don't really necessarily want to put themselves out there and meet new people, but, so so it's really helpful with uh, with Germans, I believe. Um, anyways, it was it was, a, it was just a fun little thing, and, and it was funny, at the end, eventually, he was like, it's like oh, come over, hang out with my group. And we were all like, sorry, I don't think you realize how wrong it would be for, you know, people in their mid thirties to go hang out with a bunch of 18 year olds. Not a good look. He's like, no, no, they'll love you. It's great. It was kind of cute. You know, we're, we're, we're like, no, Hey, bring anybody you want over here. But, uh, sorry, we just to get up and move over there is a little bit different story. Well, yeah. Not only that, but just, it just, it's just wrong. Especially as a guy, I'm like, if I'm seeing hang out with a bunch of 18 year old girls, it's just not going to be look, it's not, it's not a good look. So it's just, you know, the the only thing I, the only thing I really got out of that story, Jeff, to be honest, is I just realized that thirty six is double the age of eighteen, and that's insane to me. What that the the math of it? Yeah, yeah, I just never thought about it. The eighteen times two is thirty six. Never yeah. thought about that. No, yeah, well, never yeah. thought about like when you're thirty six years old, you're double the age of an eighteen year old. I always thought like you're an adult, kind of like ish, similar age, but I guess no, it's, it's a huge it's a huge difference. Yeah, and, yeah. That, and that's that's why. You know, it's wild. Like, well, you, you, I, I, I guess, like, I, I think I feel like I'm still in that, like, I'm in my 20s mindset. You know what I mean? Well, aren't we all, man? I mean, yeah. So I, I, 18, I, like, I'm, I'm 24, so that was yeah, different. I, I don't feel any different than I did when I was 25. No. It's just you, you, I guess, are. But so my back hurts. Yeah. Right. Uh, to be fair, I think my back always hurt, but yeah, I mean, it hurts <laughs> <laughs> more. <laughs> next. Um, the next one is a little fun fact. I don't know if everyone knows. At least I didn't when I first moved here. Uh, but now I do, and that's I'm going to say it out loud right now. <laughs> Again, is Alex going to ever tell you the thing he wants so to tell you? So the thing I'm going to tell you is uh, <laughs> most people have a front a fr- front name. <laughs> and a, a front, front and a back name. A front name and a behind name. Uh, and also a lot of people have, at least in America, have a name in between that. We call that the sandwich stuff. <laughs> you, mean, middle. you mean the middle name? The salami, the cheese <laughs> of the name. Right. Guys, I tell you this, but Alex took a lot of drugs before the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> So uh, surprisingly, you know, if you're if <laughs> what do you even if your first and last name are the bread <laughs> and the middle is the stuff, okay, it'd be no surprise to you that Germans only like the bread <laughs> and they don't really have a middle name. Germans don't have middle names. That's what I'm trying to get to. It's not true for every German. There are some Germans, but yeah, in general, uh, middle name for Germans is not a thing. Right, but if you do have a androgynous name, so a name that doesn't declare whether you're a boy or a girl at birth. You have to have a middle name that says whether you are or not. So if your name is like Connor and you're a girl, it has to be like Connor, Jessica, last name. Actually, say if you if you were born here, because Alex could be a boy or a girl, you would then have to have a middle name of like Tom or George or something. Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know how I feel about German paperwork needing to make sure you have a I know gender I f- name i know how i feel about it it's I, don't, I don't like it i think it's pretty stupid yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i need to know whether this child has a penis or vagina it's very important to me yeah why does it matter yeah but they names in germany have to be gendered for some reason i hope that changes hopefully in the future maybe, actually maybe they're giving because maybe say you name your your son stacy right yeah so they want you to, to have to have a man like a manly middle name so that way if when the guy grows up and he's like, I don't want to be Stacy. He has a def- like, okay, I could use my middle name or whatever, you know. But because, because we did, we did mention that changing your name in Germany is very difficult in most circumstances. So maybe that's why I it's mean, there. That is the only argument I could really get. That's fair. But to be fair, Stacy Peralta, one of the inventors of skateboarding, I think. 
No, I'm not saying Stacy's bad. It's just, it just I don't know why it came up, you know. But <laughs> no, I'm just you know like a classic um, you know boy named Sue uh, you know um, Johnny Cash situation. You know, just you know. Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's the only argument I get, but I still think it's stupid. It's just stupid. It's dumb. Oh, it's oh, it's, it's totally stupid. It's stupid. Yeah, come on, Germany. Don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. But one place. It's funny because Germany's funny. They they are so um, above or ahead of everyone else in certain situations, but are really like archaic and like in terms of middle names. Yeah, like something's always smart, yeah. things always stupid. Yeah. But here's something that's really smart. Really smart. So um, our friend Matt is the lead singer of a really cool band called The Roxies. He's in front of the podcast. He's been on the show Check. like an episode like 20 something. 30 something, yeah, whatever. Um, Check him out on Spotify, The Roxies. Really cool band. They play in Berlin all the time. Uh, and you know they, they really as anybody they wanted to go on a cool tour they're thinking and Matt had never been to the US and they're like oh, it'd be great to do like a you know like a you know California Oregon Washington road trip kind of a tour yeah I think they were friends with another band and they kind of like they, this whole thing worked out which is really cool but of course expensive going on tour uh, in the United States with four people and like band stuff gear and, yeah and organizing that is, is, is really difficult and why Germany slash Berlin is so cool is that, believe it or not, I think a lot of Americans' heads are going to explode right now. My head exploded. My, yeah, my head really exploded. Is that Berlin paid for about 70% of their tour to go on a private band tour around the States. Yeah, and think about that. You have a band and you want to go on a tour and the government just says, oh, yeah, I'll foot the, I'll foot the bill. You know yeah. what I mean? But because Berlin slash Germany sees it as promoting a German culture or music or whatever. And so they paid for the majority of their tour for them to have the most amazing time ever doing a road trip through California and up in the Pacific Northwest. Um, it's, it's really incredible. And, 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 super and, I, and cool. I, I absolutely love that because I think, including Germany sometimes, a lot, of, a lot of governments don't focus enough on arts and culture. And I think it's so cool that they're willing to... S- fish you know give out some get give out some money for a tour not in your country but for a band that is from your country and i think it's just super duper cool and i love it it's super cool but it's weird because they have money for that but then there's basic things in german life that they don't the government has no money for you know what i mean like, oh, yeah. you know, so it, 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 it's, it's also different funding like you don't know where the money's coming from i don't think it's, you know yeah. it's, it's, you never know where the money's coming from exactly it's not like I don't think. Sh- shouldn't we know? Actually, now that you bring it up, shouldn't shouldn't we as taxpayers know where the money's coming from? I guess so. Yeah. Sh- shouldn't, shouldn't that be a transparent kind of thing? I mean, you think so, but <laughs> these are governments talking about Jeff. True. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's super duper cool. Next, now this is something I've talked about before a few times, but it keeps happening to me, and I keep having to bring it up. I try to get the word out here. Okay. Spread spread the word, everyone. <laughs> I'm getting tired of angry Leaferondo delivery guys who think I haven't tipped. Okay, now Leaferondo is the Grubhub whatever of um, of Germany. You know, there's a few. There's Volt. Same, same company. Literally, yeah. Grubhub is yeah. Leaferondo. Yeah, so there's, what we got? We got Leaferondo, Volt. That's about it now. Um, Flinky. No, that's, that's not no. true. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, you know, you order from a restaurant and they bring you food. The problem with Leaferondo is they let you tip in person with cash, coinage, or you can tip by the app. But when you tip by the app, the, the delivered guy is not notified. He only gets the tip about a week later as like a lump sum. So what happens to me often, and this happened to me again a couple weeks ago, delivery guy came, and not usually I try to do cash because of this exact problem. I tip by the app. Guy came, lifted the bag, didn't say anything, grabbed it, did the classic pause waiting for the tip that's not coming. And I said, oh, danke sehr. <laughs> Bye. And he gives me the evilest death stare. Like that, breeze out, turns, walks away without saying anything. As I'm like, Danke, cheese, cheese. Just, 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 just walks off, and it freaking drives me crazy because this guy is pissed off at me. Thinks I didn't tip, and it's like, well, I'm sorry, but the person who runs this company can't somehow put a little notification on your phone that tells you I've tipped. It's, it just drives yeah, me crazy. That, that's true. They, they, they should do that. And I think it's also a word to the wise from the wise. Word for the wise. Here's a word. Uh, <laughs> Just a standard uh, word. Just, just one word. Yeah. Uh, we <laughs> cannot get words out today. I think it's a general good rule of thumb that just don't tip on the app. You have a little change jar. Tip with cash as well because one, they see it. And two, uh, uh, delivery drivers don't need to pay taxes on it, which is really big. 
And I think Leaf Rondo does give this one company does give 100% to the drivers. Yeah, I asked them if they gave 100% of the tips to the app. They said yes. But uh, I know other companies, I've talked to a few others, they, uh, one other at least that, th- that they don't. So I think depending on the company, I think it's generally a good rule of thumb. Well, which just, one doesn't? Uh, the one I talked to was Flink. Okay, so that's the only um, one we've confirmed. That's the only the, one the I don't confirmed. Might, yeah. But there are a lot of, there, I mean, there are a lot of delivery services in the world for different things, like when I get beer delivered or whatever. Uh, I always try to do just always just try to do cash. It's just easier, and they but know they're gonna tip. I would say it's extremely difficult though because it's becoming an exceedingly cashless world, and most of us are paying with our cards for most stuff. So we're rarely in a situation where we're getting change back. So that's why. Uh, I see what you mean. So, so like I never have change because I'm when I'm out and about. If I can pay with card, I do. And so I'm never receiving change, so I never have change to tip with. True. So it is getting more difficult yeah. to, to tip yeah, with yeah, cash. Yeah. So, so give it 10 more years. There will, uh, or I hope, 10, 20, 30 years, like cash will just go away and it'll just be a card. But, 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 but then each of these guys can have their own little thing and you just tip on, you know, their own little. Yeah, like, something you know. like that would be nice. See, I, I disagree. I like cash. I still am a cash guy. But why, why do you need it for? What do you need it for? Well, I think, like, I, I read in the States, I've seen actually one or two places in Berlin now doing this where they're card only, and I hate this, and I think it's also a bit discriminatory, especially against people who can't open a bank account, like refugees or homeless people who can't afford a bank account. No, absolutely. You, you, so, like, cash has to be there because if you're if you're a card-only place, there are certain people that cannot, all, all of a sudden yeah, cannot yeah, go. I'm not saying card-only place, but I'm saying one, eventually when society shifts to where just cash, like the government doesn't print cash anymore, then, then everything could become cashless. Yeah, I mean... I guess, but I still don't see how it's going to help if it's possible for people who don't have jobs and stuff, physical problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but with that, say say they're getting, the way this is going to happen is so that they get money from the government, right? Right. So they'll be given a governmental card. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And, and, and say if you're a refugee, you're already given a um, a refugee ID. They'll just also give them a card that here's here's your here's uh, money on this for you can pay for stuff you know like yeah I mean, but not every refugee gets a is official refugee either so it is tricky but I see what you're coming from yeah okay okay besides this whole refugee issue yes what is cash good for I like cash personally because it's easier for me to keep track of my finances when I do cash because of course it's easier with a card because then literally you have a printout of every transaction you ever did with with cash you have to remember it or write it down so what are no, you talking no, about no you see like you no, see no, like no, you're wrong if Come I on. put a hundred euro for the week at the end of the week and I said hundred euro is gone like I spent hundred euro this week if I'm using a card I was gonna like boop 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 well that's boop, just all over that's the just, place you gotta like. That's your own problem. You got to yeah, fix. Let's say yeah. it's me. It's me personally. Yeah. I yeah. like cash. Yeah, but 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 to say to keep track. I'm sorry, but with a card, you literally you literally have a printout that shows every transaction to the cent, so you know exactly how much. And there'll also cash. be like libertarian people who will never like <laughs> want car or, or you know cashless. No, because they're fine because they they well, they love gold, not cash. Also fair, yeah, but maybe yeah. cash would be like new gold, or <laughs> I'm keeping all my cash and hiding in my mattress. There's really no real argument about why it needs to stick around. Other than like nostalgia, like I like these cool physical things. What about wishing wells? Yeah, but then you just put a thingy next to it that you just tap your phone against. It. <laughs> you, you, you give it 25 cents. All right, what about those little... Plus, we all know wishes don't work, so just... You what, know, what about those little machines that, that turn your penny into a... Into a novelty picture. Yeah, you'll, you'll stop turning panda. pennies into novelty pictures because... Jeff, think of the kids. <laughs> There's so many... Oh my God. What about... <laughs> All the things you want to keep cash for around are the stupidest things. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I, I think that wishing wells are the staple of our society. Okay. They hold us together. And next. Sorry, I like saying that. Like, next. Hello. I'm Jeff. <laughs> uh, next one is the, the Germany transit tickets are not valid until after a certain time. No, actually, I can't. I can only speak to Berlin. Actually, I think it's Berlin. I don't, I don't know about Germany. It, it, I don't know. It's probably it seems like a German thing to do, so I could see it being elsewhere as well. And, so, yeah, now, you, now, you, you explain. No, I just want to give a give a foundation here. Now, up until I mean, Berlin came in late. I want to say only three, four years ago, they finally had an app where you could buy tickets on it. Before that, it had to be paper or your Abo card. So it's really that late? Yeah, it, it wasn't. It, it was not a um, for the for the like 75% of the time I lived in Germany, there was not an app in Berlin. Oh, wow. Yeah. I guess I was in the car and really thought about it. Yeah. So it's, it's been, it's pretty late compared to everyone else. So normally you had paper tickets or you had your monthly paper ticket or a monthly card or whatever. And so, you know, you've, you've come down to the, the platform 
to catch your train and oh yeah just a second okay you go to the to the machine you buy your one-way ticket train rolls up of course why wouldn't you you jump in because you have a valid ticket and all good right right and um but once they start introducing the app and being able to buy tickets on your phone you buy a ticket and then it says valid in 50 seconds 49 right. 48 and it's, it's like no 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 I, i'm on the platform the train's not even here yet it's paid I, for yeah i, I want to get on this train i'm not going to wait 10 more minutes you know if it's late at night 10 more minutes for the next train i'm getting on this train what is this crap yeah no it, it's terrible but you, you you say it started with the app but it started before the app even with paper tickets see but i never knew that and i never and i and i've, I've bought tickets right before getting on a train before and had people check them they never gave me any correct yeah. Grief about it. Yeah, I guess it depends on the guy you get. And I got, I had a really cranky woman who, uh, uh, coming from Schoenfeld, the old airport, mm. and the train, the S Bahn comes once every 20 minutes there, right? So, like, mm. you get lucky or you don't. Yeah. So, I get buy the ticket, the paper ticket, I stamp it, and the train comes right there. So, I jump on. Of course. And I had my monthly ticket, but, but, uh, the airport's in the C zone. So I said I buy a C extension ticket. So sure, yeah. It's one, but but, it's a but, but now, now you have everything you need. You are legal, legally riding this train. Right. I have everything I need. C ticket, my normal ticket, easy peasy. <laughs> Woman comes to check. I'm like, here you go. Here's my ticket. Here's my C ticket. And it just looks at me. She's like, no. And I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, this ticket you bought within the last two minutes, so it's not valid right now. And I said, right, but but I'm on a train I, and I have it. She's like, right, but you have to wait two minutes before you get on the train after you buy a ticket. And I, said, I didn't see this anywhere written. And I, I, I'd never heard of it until you told me this story. I never heard of it either yeah. until this happened to me, unless she, unless it's not real and she just like was just messing with me. But either way, we had to pay a 60 euro fine each, which is the same fine if you have no ticket. 60 euro for having now, the tickets. I get it if if you, because you know in, in, Ber- in Berlin, you have to validate your ticket. So some people, they buy a ticket, they don't validate it, and it's considered not having a ticket. It okay. was validated. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that would be okay. You know, gray area. But but you have a validated ticket? And, I know. Oh, I'm sorry. You didn't wait two minutes? But oh, what am I going to do? Not catch this train and wait 20 more the minutes? The only so- argument I could see if, it, if that happens on a tram, because on a tram, you can validate your ticket on the actual train. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but. So maybe if someone's like, oh, a ticket check is coming, let me validate it real quick so I don't get in trouble. And then she'd be, you know, been riding no, no, free but, for no, whatever. But, no, but under your thing, you're saying I should buy, go onto the tram, buy a ticket, get off the tram, wait two minutes to get back on the tram? True. That, also, like, like you, you, they, they would not put machines on a tram if they didn't want you to buy them on the tram. Also true. You know, so, so what is this? Two, yeah, so that two minute thing can't make sense because. It doesn't make any sense. Because on a tram, you, you, are, you are literally buying it as the train, tram is moving. You know yeah, I, mean? I, so, I don't understand the argument. Right. I don't know why they do this to be fell gay, but uh, or bay fell gay. <laughs> but uh, I always, I always say be fell gay. You're right. Yeah. I never realized that. Don't know why they do it, but I hate it, and it's a stop. Dude, that suck for doing that. I would, um, I would have been irate if that was we you. were absolutely irate. Because yeah, then uh, we did everything right, and then hundred. Imagine you're a tourist. You did, you did, and you act, you actually do everything right, which is gonna be hard because sometimes you don't know there's a sea zone and stuff. And then 120, well, then welcome to Berlin, 120 euro. Like, the, the C zone alone, the airport being in a C zone is enough of a slap in the face with tourists. Yeah, because o- over in the airport area, guys, so, you know, Berlin has these zones. 99% of what you need to see is an A and B. The only thing uh, in that corner of Berlin that's in the C zone is the airport. Now, if you go to the other sides, there are other things like Potsdam and stuff, is in C. But in that corner, it's you're golden, you're going to golden. And the second you arrive at the airport, C-Zone. Yeah, the show, airport's show like a half a station into the season. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, uh, last shuffle topic, Wicca Wicca. And, and if I dare say, the most important. I think it's the most important one. Because <laughs> this is really pissing me off too, Jeff. It's grinding my gears, rustling my gyms. And that would be. Sorry, what? Jimmy's. I think it's rustling your feathers. No, rustling my jimmies. What's Jimmy? It's rustled. Okay. And that is. <laughs> so you don't know what it is. We've all. We've all. We've all experienced the effects of inflation recently, and uh, I'm talking, you know, housing prices, food, everything, uh, electricity, just everything. But the one that's supposed to be inflation-proof, <laughs> or so I thought, was the dinner kebab. And in Berlin, the dinner was always two fifty to four fifty, but usually okay, three. Well, okay, two fifty. That's a unicorn. Like usually, it was like. Three to four fifty. Like, yeah, I, I in my life had one two fifty dinner and it gave me diarrhea. So like, you, yeah. you live in Neukölln, you yeah. see a few two fifties around, yeah. even two sometimes. Yeah. But even so, I live. But, but, but on average, let's say four fifty was a dinner. 
No, yeah. three three fifty was average. Three fifty okay. was average. Where, 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 where I lived is where I live is four fifty was an average, which is fine because it's supposed to be a cheap, it's still fine, quick meal that fills you up, right? So the context where I live, so I live in like Duna Central, uh, like Little Turkey. So dinner around me was always three fifty to four around that level. Um, for the past, I was just pretty steady for the past like five years. Three fifty, four euro. You're getting a dinner, dude. No problem. The twelve years I lived in Berlin, it's always been the same price. It's been that price. It like three to four fifty has been the price. When like, I first went to like Kern, it was usually two fifty to three, and then it averaged around three fifty to four. Guys, if you see a two fifty dinner, run. Yeah, nowadays that, absolutely not, run. That's not real meat, man. That I, I don't know where that's coming from. That's the guy's um dead labrador retriever or yeah. something like yeah just nowadays do not touch that but the cheap places by me the place that used to be like you know 253 euro are now like six euro or seven euro for a single dinner so i was getting two dinners one for me one for bobby i was paying 12 13 euro on a dinner on two dinner like yeah i can go grocery it's shop i can cook rough. a meal for way cheaper than that now and a dinner is supposed to be like I don't feel like cooking. I'll just get a dinner instead. Yeah, it's defeating. It's the, cheaper. It's defeating the purpose of the dinner. Yeah, because like yeah, in my area, I'd say it's an average of seven euro. It's crazy. So you're like you're you're edging towards ten euro for something that's supposed to be a quick fast food thing that they make in a few seconds, and you know it's nothing healthy about it. And it, but it's super, it's super good filling. Um, but yeah, it was always this. Okay, I could. Oh yeah, I mean, it's like you're on the way home late. I'm really hungry. You reach with the change in your pocket. Oh yeah, I got, I got, I got, I got four euro. Oh left. yeah, it's boom, perfect, full on meal. But now you're, you're like, I gotta run to the ATM. You know, like yeah, it's yeah, terrible. It's it's um, it, it's a it, now it, yeah. I mean, we're kind of joking, but also like dinner is such a part of life in Berlin. It, 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 I'm, it, I'm like I'm kind of serious to be honest because because like, you know it's never gonna go back. I, even after inflation goes away, of course. they're gonna hold on to this seven euro thing and. Yeah, I don't know. It's and rough. You go to tourist areas. If you're a tourist coming here, I've seen them around for like eight, nine euro. And it's also less accessible because it's supposed to be also food of the people. Anyone can get a dinner. You know, if you are, if you earn zero money a day and someone, you know, gives you three euro on the street, you get a meal, you know? And now it's it's just, it's way less accessible. It's just, it's a damn shame. Yeah, and we're not getting more money. There's not um, more cool spices being thrown in there. You know, it's, no. the, it's the same dinner as normal. Um, but yeah, actually, that, yeah, I just... That just hurt me. When right? I, it's when terrible. I, when I just realized, yeah, once inflation over, they're never going to go back. It's so never going back. This is just the price. It's going to be, and it's going to go up at some point again, right? And then exactly. eventually, I think ten euro dinner, and it'll be those old people like, back in my day, back in my day, two fifty, and I yeah. walk three miles in the snow. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that meme. Let's bring it back. My dinner on Danzig is a seven euro. Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. Actually, Obama was um, in Berlin a few days ago. Oh, cool. Yeah. He had a concert. Is he singing? I uh, know. It was like, you know, he's giving a speech. But, um, ooh, daddy, uh, it was like minimum, I think, like 150 per seat. Hey, man, get, your, it, get, get your money, Obama. Mercedes Benz Platz, but like, I, I don't know, it was a bit rough because the higher seats were six, $700. Jesus. Yeah, it was a, it was a lot. Like, he's, he's making more than if Led Zeppelin did a reunion tour. Like, is that right? Obama, I don't know. What are you doing, Obama? <laughs> yeah, it's, quite, it's quite a bit. But, uh, but hey, man, get that bag, yeah, right? Yeah. Anyways, let's uh, let's talk about this uh, Hammerhead Czech vintage single malt whiskey aged twenty three years. Oh yeah, 407 percent alcohol. Cheers! Cheers! Ooh. I like it. It's good. It's got a lot of flavor. It's got a lot of flavor. Like a really lot. It hits you in the face. It, and like I said, there's a lot of kind of herbs and spices in there. It's it's spicy yet Swedish. No, not Swedish, but no, sweet, <laughs> spicy yet sweet. Yeah, it, it's got it's got that big mixture. Oh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> it's terrifying. Sorry, that, it's also very smooth. It's also clearly very smooth. <laughs> Whiskey down the wrong part. It's funny because I wasn't even drinking at that moment. It just um, no, you weren't. But uh, you know, I agree with you. There's a lot of flavors going on. It's uh, it, it is decently smooth, not super smooth, decently smooth. Um, I, but I kind of like that. It's also in a way very harsh because it like it's a big flavor that kind of hits you you know yeah um, it's 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 a, it's a cool whiskey with a really cool story i'm gonna you know i'm gonna go uh i'm gonna go with a I'm gonna go with a solid eight i like it a lot it's an, it's an eight it's an eight it's a, now what did we give uh 60 episodes three episodes ago let's see Jesus. we we gave it Ooh, we both said eight and a half. Oh my okay so uh our uh still good our, our liking it waned a bit i said it's tasty has a lot of, it has a, has a nice smoothness, easy to drink, 
That's a bold flavor, and it's got uniqueness to it. Ooh, bold flavor. And what, what did you say, Jeff? I said, yeah, zoom in there. <laughs> Screen's far away. It's tasty. Oh, you read mine. No, I didn't. Yeah. Oh, yep, I did. All right, so Alex said... <laughs> I've been enjoying it throughout the episode very much. It's very tasty. It's incredibly smooth. Goes down super easy. Funny, where now I'm saying it's like not super smooth, but very good. That's funny. Yeah. We both thought it was smoother. Ooh, but I, I, I like how I wrote bold flavor because that's what hit me this first was how True. It's, it's a lot of flavor. And I love a whiskey that says hello. You know what I mean? True. Yeah, you, yeah, absolutely. You, you know it's there because otherwise, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Yeah. But uh, with that, everyone, thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week. Oh, actually... um. Yeah, good photo. Thanks. <laughs> we'll see th- thanks for interrupting yeah. my outro. No, no, because t- 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 <laughs> yes, because today we're taking a new uh, a new photo of the whiskey bottle, and you know we're like, ah, what do we what do we even do? Like, because we've, we've made taken so many photos. Yeah, true. Um, but this reminds me, like, oh, there are options. We just didn't. We just can't think of them anymore. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, fair. Um, <laughs> Got to use props, man. Got to be we, a prop, prop comic. Yeah, we, we, use, we use props <laughs> in episode sixty. But anyways, there are people downstairs I can hear us before they ruin this whole outro. True. Thanks so much for coming, everyone. We'll see you next week. Promise. Well, you know, we don't promise, but we should be back next week. No, no, we, we are for sure. Yeah, for sure. Unless, yeah. you know, I don't know. You never know what can happen. We, we got a sponsor. We got to uh, put out those ads. <laughs> that, that's fair. And uh, until then, everyone, please stay safe, stay healthy, and stay thirsty. Oh, yeah. Yeah.